Hey everybody, welcome to our college football bonus episode. This is college football week number five, right Scott? Uh, it depends if you include week zero or not. Well, week zero is week zero and then yeah, okay, whatever. It's it's the sixth week they've played, but it's week five. Whatever everybody, welcome to the show. It's our bonus episode. Thanks for checking us out on video. Thanks for checking us out in podcast form. Of course, the poor Poor radio people, they only get us Monday through Friday, Scott, so they've got to dig a little deeper to find us on the weekends, but find us they shall. It's good to be here, my friend. It's uh, I know you, uh, last week you were probably thinking about going to Vegas, you were a little otherwise focused, and you still went 2-1 two and two and one on the day, and we shared you shared an interesting tidbit with me last week, Scott, in uh, the year plus five weeks that we've been doing this. What has never happened to you? I can't sweep the damn board. You can't sweep the board. You can't go. Can't do it, man. Although, have you gone zero and three? No, I believe I've never gone zero. I don't remember. I know at the end last year I was kind of falling apart down the stretch, but I'm pretty sure I never actually went zero and three. I don't remember it. Oh, there might have even been an zero two and one or something. But I, I thought I specifically remembered last year that you did not go zero and three. I didn't remember that you didn't go three and zero. That's a typical gambler right there. When you you remember your opponent didn't screw up at, at well, all. We're going to recap my plays. That's probably the closest you can possibly get to going three and zero without actually going three and zero. Well, your your other week, uh, the the first quarter play there when they missed the extra point. That was a push. That was that was a, when you should have had a win. It was what did you have thirteen. Yeah, I ended up going one one and one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That didn't keep you from from the. Perfect I've gone. Week. I've gone. Uh, I went one one and one. Then I went. I think one and two, and then I went two and one the last two weeks. All right. Well, let's do. Let's let's just start right there. So last week you had Alabama first quarter minus ten and a half. Would they score twenty one or something in the first quarter? It was ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even close. You had Louisville on the money line uh, at minus one nineteen over who? Uh, Florida State. Okay. Very good. Florida State. Don't look now. Bad football Ofer. team. Bad football team. Basketball school now. And you had the Buffalo Bulls minus 13. What happened there, buddy? They were against Old Dominion, mm-hmm. who we know is terrible. Buffalo was up 35-7 to at the half. They got outscored 27 nothing in the second half. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. I had that as a premium play as well. And it was like watching two different halves. That Buffalo team in the second half... Run the ball, run the ball in completion. It was it was the most unimaginative, uninspired play calling I have ever seen. By the end of the by the end of the game, Scott, tell me if you were right there with me. I was rooting for them to lose. By the time I knew they by the time I knew they weren't going to cover, I'm like, you know what? Screw you guys. I hope you lose the game. I was on my way to the UFC 266 event, and I was keeping some tabs on my phone, but not really. I saw Buffalo was up 14 going into the fourth. And I said to myself, whichever team scores next is going to cover. That's really all that matters. I checked back 20 minutes later, Old Dominion's down seven. Yeah. I said, all right, see you later. Yeah, they they wore their they wore their defense out by not being able to sustain any offensive drives. You you see it a lot. It's usually in games where there's a it ends up being a blowout, you know, one the other way. But they couldn't keep their offense on the field, and by the end of the game, the defense just had nothing left. They were they were absolutely lucky to escape with the victory there. So you went two and one on the week. That puts you overall. You're uh, you're back in black, as ACDC says, Scott. You're six five and one. I just keep chugging along. I had the Army Miami of Ohio over. 
Got a little greedy there, Scott, because I had to. I had Miami to cover as one of my premium picks. I thought uh, I had Army to cover, and I thought Miami would put some points on the board. But that Army defense, they shut them down. That was a back-breaking, soul-sucking, 99-yard, 11-minute and 14-second drive that Navy had, or that Army had, to just pretty much sap the will to live from Miami of Ohio and pretty much end any chance we had at hitting the over there. Did And I know, did you see any of that game? I didn't see any of that game either. I know when I was at Circa, mostly was watching the Arkansas game against A&M, but I was also keeping tabs on the Louisville game, so I was kind of distracted at the time. I want to say I pretended to watch the Wisconsin-Notre Dame game, but I walked in, Wisconsin took the lead. Next play, kickoff touchdown, I stopped watching. Good I call, gave up. Good, after it that, definitely so. went it would definitely went downhill from there. Well, I was going to share just one particular one particular play. It is fourth and one from their own ten yard line for, for Army. What do you do there, Scott? Uh, if you're Army, you go for it. If you're Army, you go for it. He is absolutely a slave to the numbers, to the analytics. If the analytics say go for it, that is what he did. And of course they made it. That sustained the drive. Um, of course, on the next, you were, ho- you were hoping they failed for the bet, but well, I had them to cover though, so I, you know, eh. well, you had the over. I thought I had the over and I had the cover. I really needed. I can't give you both, man. You <laughs> over at the ten at your own ten yard line. That's pretty good for the over. Well, you're you're absolutely right. So, you know, that was the uh, the next series, the the next set of downs. They had a third and nineteen, and they let the quarterback get loose for thirty five yards. So nice. those two plays, and uh, it, was, it was a great game. I, 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 God, I love watching this Army team play. I have a, I have a great time watching the triple option. Team. It's, it's, they just they run it to perfection. Their defense is pretty damn good. And, of course, they lead the nation in yards per attempt passing, and it's not even close. Yep. Uh, went a little better from there. We had Boston College at Mizzou. Boston College, the home team, catching a point. That was a good game. Went to overtime. Uh, Mizzou tied it at the last minute. Uh, talk about, you know, that was a pulling of emotions there, being a uh, Mizzou alum and cheering for Boston College, but we got it home. And I'm, I'm heartbroken, Scott, because I can't fade this team this week because they're off. It's the Presbyterian Blue Hose. For the second week in a row, they go to Dayton. This week was a little different. They flipped the script. They're up 23 nothing in the first half. And I'm like, my God, maybe, maybe Kevin Kelly figured it out. Maybe that offense, maybe it's gonna it's gonna work. Nope. Uh, Dayton said, "Hey, hey, hey, what are we doing here, guys?" They didn't. They then ran off a sixty-three to seven runs <laughs> to pretty much put that game away. I think Dayton ended up winning by thirty. Easy. I think they won twenty, but they still by twenty. Right? Oh, that's right, because Presbyterian had two late touchdowns <laughs> that absolutely mattered not one bit. But Dayton ended up covering the nine and a half. So uh, it's just like. It's a license to print money right now, or fading Presbyterian. So, and I, it's a shame. I, I hate doing it. I really want to also see him succeed. Over, by the way. What's that? Also, the over. The over hit. Yes, you get those. Get those early numbers. Watch them late. You know when they start getting into the the eighties. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, you can you can sweat it, but there were one hundred and six points. I understand. So, and there's going to be a game approaching eighty that we're going to talk about here in a little while, and we'll uh, weigh in on the total. But for now. By the way, we've been killing totals, breaking about even on our on our sides. 
But you and I, and I really had, I had a uh, 14 and 7 week on totals last week. Nice. So, and at one point I was like, like 13 and 2 or something. I thought it was going to be an epic day. It just ended up being very good. So, if you, if you guys, uh, if, when you listen to us talk about the games, probably pay more attention to my totals picks than my sides. That's all I'm saying. All right, buddy, here we go. Let's get her rolling with the number. Could it be? Could it be their last week in the top 25 in about, I don't know, 17 years? It's the Clemson Tigers number 25 hosting the Boston College Eagles. Oddsmakers say this won't be the week that Clemson loses outright because they've made them a 14.5-point favorite. 46 is the number right there. Scott? What do you like here? Well, I think that the one question I have for you is, are the, are the odds makers drunk? No, the real question that I have here is Boston College is 4-0, but this team really hasn't played anybody besides Missouri. Right. Do you think that this Boston College team is actually good, or are they just a, pro- a product of the relatively weak schedule up to this point? I think they're about where they usually are. They're a solid middle-of-the-pack team that can jump up and bite you every once in a while. I think every one, uh, once a season, they'll have they'll beat somebody, and you go, well, how did that happen? And then once a season, they'll lose to somebody, and like I don't even understand. It happened with KU. When, when KU came to Boston College and beat them, and they hadn't won a road game you know, since the Nixon administration, basically. So... I think they're right about where they usually are. Um, maybe maybe a little bit better. I, I like the direction this team headed is headed. Of, of course, they have a backup quarterback now, but the backup quarterback has actually been okay because they've embraced the run-first philosophy, which has worked out pretty well for them. Right. So looking at this one, I got to take the points. I know Clemson's at home, and I know you can make an argument that they should be annoyed after losing NC State. They should have been annoyed after barely beating Georgia Tech. Right. And that didn't make a difference. So... Yeah, I'm going to go with Boston College plus the points. I'm going to look at the under because I cannot take an over with Clemson's offense right now. I think that's I think that's exactly where I'm landing. I I'm not sure I'm not sure this Clemson team is good. 14 and a half points better than anybody in the ACC. Maybe Miami or Florida State, but Do you think Boston College is better than Georgia Tech? I do. I do and think Boston. Can you remind Boston. me how many points again did Clemson beat Georgia Tech? Well, they win. Would they win by two? Pretty sure it was by six. By six? Is that it? Yeah. So the question is, do I think Boston College can keep this within two touchdowns? I think they can. Yeah, I, I think. I think. Yeah, especially getting the hook there. Yeah. I got to be. I can't. I can't take this Clemson team right now. Just can't. Just can't do it. I can't. Uh, Louisville heading to the newly ranked. You got uh, the classic. The classic teams headed in different directions. Scott Clemson headed down. Wake Forest making their first appearance. They ha- are headed up at number twenty-four. I feel like I'm Casey Kasem sometimes. Check it in at number twenty-four this week. It's Wake Forest Demon Deacons with what do you do for me? Um, they are minus seven over the Cardinals. Sixty-two is the number right there. Demon Deeks. They looked good last week. How do they look this week against the Louisville Cardinals? Well, you said this past week they looked good. I think they're just a good football team. Mm-hmm. I know that they lost a Newman, who was their quarterback for about a year or so, but they still have Hartman, who's been there for maybe 30 years, but he's still a very solid quarterback in college. Malik Cunningham, and I had Louisville last week, and they ended up winning. However, I was not impressed. 
you scored 31 points in the first half against Florida State, which is good. And then you scored zero in the second half and made me sweat out the entire second half by not scoring against the Seminoles defense. I don't think this Louisville team is very good, but I was willing to swallow my pride a little bit because I think Florida State is worse, and that worked out in the end. I'm taking Wake. I think Wake's the better team. Yeah, I really, I really think you, ha- I really think you have to. This is. How do you score zero points and a half against Florida State? I there was a, a couple of really head scratching situations last week. You know? I'm imagining the Louisville game was what you talked about for the Buffalo game, where they just tried to run the ball first and second down, some terrible passing play, and they would punt. Yeah, it's kind of what Louisville did the entire second half. Yeah, it really was. I I, I don't know why. They don't utilize Malik Cunningham's skill set a little bit better. It's, it seems like he's just a round peg, and they're trying to continually pound him into a square hole all game. It's long. third and three. They're like, all right, let's go play action and shotgun. I'm like, no, you have two downs to pick up three yards. Right. You can just run forward. It's fine. There's going to be a time, five, ten years from now, when you're we're going to sit around and go, remember when people used to punt on fourth and one? Oh my god, that was funny. I've, I've, I've got to go to the Deacons here, Scott. I, I like what they've done on, on, on offense, but I really like the way this defense is playing. Um, they stepped up. We saw we saw them in action against a pretty darn good Virginia offense. Say what you want about I was going to say, Virginia. Virginia as a team isn't that great, but the offense is pretty good, and Wake Forest held them in check. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed with this what this defense has been able to do. I think they handcuffed Malik Cunningham for a lot of the game. Cunningham's too talented to be shut down for the whole game. But I think at the end of the day, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, especially at home, I think they take care of business there. Uh, I think this is going to be uh, a struggle for Louisville to put up 21. So I've got it on the under as well. I would lean under. I feel like this is one of those games that people might think are going to be close because of the name of the programs. I think Wake wins by double digits. Mm -hmm. Louisville's a team that, once again, I didn't really like from the get-go, but I hated Florida State more, so that's why I ended up making some money on them. But I don't really think Louisville understands the personnel that they have because they, as you said before, they try to make Cunningham this thrower, and he's not. Now, I'm not saying you should go full-on Florida Tebow, run the ball 40 times a game with the quarterback, but you might have more success if you at least ran it 20-something times with him per game. Right, put him in a position where they're at least going to roll him out, run some, run some, run some play action, run some rollout, run, move that pocket, and give him an opportunity to succeed. He's not, a, he's not a, a drawback passer. It's, it's, well, it's I remember Ole Miss. Uh, I believe it was uh, either two years ago or last year when Corral was out. They had Plumley, who was their quarterback, and they ran the ball with him like thirty something times per game because he could not throw. Right. And I feel like that Louisville can have maybe some play action plays every now and then for a deep shot, but Cunningham should really only be attempting 20 something passes per game. If you want to win the majority of your games. Absolutely true. North Carolina state making an appearance in the top 25. They host La Tech and the number 23 Wolfpack are 18 and a half point favorites. I believe you remember when we started the year, I said that North Carolina, I thought was a top 25 team, despite them being unranked North Carolina state. Yeah, yes. yes. North Carolina State. Yes, absolutely true. 55 is the number there. Well, buddy, so far we've been uh, we've taken one favorite, one chalk, a couple of unders. What do we make of this Law Tech team? I think they're good offensively, assuming that Kendall is actually able to play. 
which was going to be a question mark. But as a whole, I have to ask you if you think this is a serious hangover spot for NC State because I feel like that's the main conversation we're having. Right. Yeah, and I think I think that's absolutely what you have to look at as far as as far as because they you know they stepped up and they had that I don't know honestly did they did they get any win they had this year will it be bigger than last week? I would say no. I know Clemson as of right now is an overrated team based on the name of the program, but it's still a huge win. Their kicker tried to blow the game several times, yet they still ended up winning in double overtime. But La Tech has been a little bit of a feisty bunch. Now, once again, Kendall did not play last week. And if he's out and you have to use Aaron Allen again, I'm not exactly sold on La Tech's chances here. But NC, I'm going to go with NC State in the end. I just think this team's too talented. I like the quarterback. I like the defense. They have several really talented running backs. I just think NC State's defense is smothering. And I think that if Kendall plays, he'll probably, he probably won't be at 100%. And I'm going to go ahead and take NC State minus the points. I think they'll win by three touchdowns. Yeah, I think NC State has the ability to run the football. Law Tech has, uh, has not shown an exemplary defense as far as, well, really stopping the run or the pass. But I, I think they keep it closer than we I think they do in the beginning. I just think that eventually... It's almost like it'll be tied to start. It'll be around 0-0 in the first quarter. and Should be. All right. I think this is going to be the first place where you and I part ways. I think it's a hangover spot for the Wolfpack. I'm going to jump on the Bulldogs there. At I haven't seen any updates, though, on Kendall. So maybe I'm, I'm also factoring that in because I really don't know if he's going to play. But that offense without him scored 24 points against North Texas. That's not good. No, no, that's uh, that's not good at all. Uh, I'm going to... Uh... So I'm, all, I'm factoring that in. Maybe I'll gamble and assume he's not going to play. Okay. And I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to play the under there as well. I have to play the under. If I think Kendall might not play, I can't take the over. Okay. Number 22, Auburn heading... LSU, one of those classic Saturday night LSU games. Uh, the Tigers, they are, uh, well, the LSU Tigers, the Bayou Bengos, if you will, they are unranked. However, they are a three-point home favorite. 55.5 is the number. Bo Nix is not getting the respect that he deserves, Scott. What's up with that? Well, it's probably because people expected him to be a phenomenal college quarterback. I remember I was never on board ever since his first game against Oregon. And yeah, he's been okay this season. I still don't really like him as a prospect, but I think he's okay. He reminds me of Sam Ellinger light. Is that a fair way to put it? I think that's a massive insult to Sam Ellinger. I think it could be extremely light in in the same way that a glass of water is Guinness light. Okay. I, I, I don't like I, I meant stylistically. They're both allegedly quarterbacks, but you don't really trust <laughs> them throwing the ball. Okay. You know? All right. Well, that's... The young mobility, he, he can run around a little bit. He'll extend plays, but the decision-making at times is atrocious. Sam Ellinger is on an NFL roster. I will predict that will be a position that Bo Nix will never occupy. I think he'll be on a practice squad at some point. Really? You think he will you think once the regular season starts he will he will suit up in the uniform of a NFL football team. 
I mean, Jordan Tiamu made a damn practice squad. I think Knicks will make a practice squad. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, I didn't say he'll make an actual roster for a Sunday, but I think he might be on a scout team. <laughs> like, I think, I, I mean, I don't think he's any good, but I do find this line fascinating because do you think LSU is a good football team? Because I don't really think they're that good. I don't, I, it, yeah, I don't really know. Um, they haven't seriously been challenged as much as, as, as much as I'd like to see at this point. Um, now they lost to UCLA, which I think is a respectable loss because UCLA, I think is a good team, but that remains to be seen as well. Right. And that was, of course that was a road game, but, but other than that, I, they haven't you, really you know, played anybody. I was going to say, you know, my stance on this though. If you have a ranked team who's an underdog against an unranked team, I'm taking the unranked team. Take, I had the same watch with Oklahoma State last week, and but, Oklahoma State killed well, uh, with the uh, you're taking the the unranked favorite or the un, yeah. the, the unranked favorite at home. Yeah, that's your because ma- we've tried we've tried that twice already. We had the Oklahoma State game and they killed Kansas State, right? And we had the Virgin we had the West Virginia Virginia Tech game and West Virginia also covered. So mm-hmm. that's true. So far, it's going pretty well for the unranked team. I'll go with them. It's a system. It's a lock solid. 100% guaranteed system, Scott. How can I, I mean, find I mentioned it and How so can far, I find it? I know we've talked we've talked about it a couple weeks in a row. No, 2 and 0, whatever number you want to use, never lost. It's the Lavar Ball of systems. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take uh I'll take the unranked team in this spot. I I liked I liked LSU before you unveiled your or or reminded me of your 100% Scott, what do you call that? Is that the Scott Lock system? I'll call it the Scott system, but I didn't I didn't invent it. No, I, I just I just heard it, and I've been using it ever since. All right, very good. So you used to like it, now you love it? Is that the point? I'll let you know after the LSU game. Fair enough. So as far as as far as the total goes, again, it's an LSU team that's that's put up some points, but they've done it against nobody. And this Auburn team, uh, the one time that they were challenged, they put up 20 against Penn State. So... At some point, Scott, I swear to God, I'm going to take an I'm going to take an over. I think Penn State actually has a good defense, though. So I think 20 against Penn State is not good, but it's not awful. I think you'd agree with that. No, no, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely would agree with that. Um, did you give me a totals pick on the NC State game, by the way? NC State Law Tech. I said under because I don't know if Kendall's going to play or not. Okay, all right. I got, I got to go, I got to go under here too, bud. I'm tempted to take an over, yeah, just because LSU is so bad defensively, and we haven't taken one yet. I can't, I can't do it. Okay, taking it over would imply that I think Bo Nix is actually competent enough to score thirty plus points in this game. I'm not that confident in that, that's, so I'm going to go with the under. That's my problem. That is my problem in this one. All right, number twenty, UCLA. They will host the Arizona State Sun Devils. Bruins minus three, 55 and a half is the total there. I just want to ask you quickly before you give your thoughts, All right. kind of segue in. Does this spread seem extremely low to you or is that just me? Extremely low. You think UCLA should be a bigger favorite? Yeah. Well, uh, they're not the ranked team. <laughs> Does that matter to you? What do you mean? UCLA, UCLA isn't ranked. Arizona State is. 
Is UCLA? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm backwards. I'm backwards. You're right. UCLA is yeah, the that's is why, the ranked That's why you threw me off there. I'm like, no, Arizona. No, it's I, I think it's so UCLA is 20. Arizona State's unranked. What the spread implies is that they're equal. Yeah, on a neutral, they're allegedly equal. That's what I I'm, disagree. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I would say. Now you and I have faded Arizona State all year, so it'll come as no surprise to our regular listeners that we think UCLA is undervalued here. But we both loved BYU against Arizona State, and BYU took. Uh, actually, you might have liked Arizona State there, despite your I know intuition. I that's I love exactly BYU right. there just because I thought BYU would take care of business at home. UCLA, I know they lost to Fresno. It was a great game. Mm-hmm. I think Fresno's really good. Arizona State's offense, I don't want to say it's broken, but I don't think Daniels is a guy. And people keep trying to pretend that he is. He's not. He can run. He can't really throw. Now, I'm not a big fan of UCLA's quarterback either, but they have a couple of really good running backs and an underrated receiving core. I'm going with UCLA at home. I think they'll get it done. I'm with you. This is a... Arizona State team that hasn't didn't cover the number until last week against Colorado. They were zero and three against the spread before that. Um, I'm I, I'm with you. Just I don't I don't get it. I'm 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 surprised I'm not paying more. Arizona State has played one road game this season. It wasn't BYU, but they got buried. They lost by ten. Now they travel to UCLA. You know the crowd's going to be into it. I think UCLA is a good football team. Yeah, and they can and they can and they can put some points up. They put up thirty five or more in every one of their games, and that includes against Fresno and against LSU and against an allegedly I don't know decent Stanford defense. But I'm so. saying UCLA's actually played some opponents. Arizona mm-hmm. State beat Southern Utah, UNLV, and an awful Colorado team. Yeah. So their three wins are against complete cupcakes, and their one tough test. They did not respond well to. So, yeah, I think UCLA should be closer to even arguably six in this spot. Yeah, that was, I was, that's what I was thinking. This should be somewhere in the neighborhood of a touchdown, a little bit less. Yeah. So, that's all I feel. I've, I've got them there as well. Now, I will say this about Colorado. I, I'll at least defend them as being psycho as opposed to terrible because they played AM tough. Well, the offense is awful. Let's put it that way. Okay. The offense for Colorado is completely useless. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, I also played AM tough because AM's quarterback got injured in the first drive of the game. I'm going to, well, but I mean, allegedly, if you have a terrible Colorado team, it shouldn't matter whether you. That's true. I'm just saying that you probably had a game plan in place and the backup maybe wasn't fully ready to go. Well, I'm going to break the string here and I'm going to take the over 55 and a half, too. I think I'm going to take the under. Are you really? Okay. I, I can't take an over with Daniels. I don't think Arizona State's offense is any good. They're going to want to run the ball. They're going to eat up a bunch of clock. And UCLA, people are used to Chip Kelly, no huddle, throw the ball around the parking lot. This team really likes to run the ball. And they should because they have a couple of really good running backs. But they can absolutely put up totals. They could. I just don't think Arizona State's going to contribute that much offensively, but I think Arizona State's defense is still pretty good. So I'm looking at like a 27-20 type of game. All right. All right, I'm think I'm thinking somewhere in the neighborhood of thirty five twenty. Okay. So maybe maybe thirty five twenty four or something like that. I was gonna say thirty five twenty still an under. Yeah, so I'm know. glad we're on the same page. I know. Yeah, shut up. Cool. Newly ranked Baylor Bears, they're back, baby. They travel to number nineteen, Oklahoma State. 
The Cowboys are minus four, 47 and a half is your total. Scott, people have gone broke underestimating the Baylor Bears this year. How about yourself? I think people have gone broke underestimating Oklahoma State this year. Also, because you saw that they were awful in week one and two. Then they had the win against Boise, which I'm still salty about, but they ended up getting it done. Right. And then they were huge favorites against a ranked Kansas State team. And I said if it wasn't for that trend, I probably would have leaned to Kansas State. And Oklahoma State buried them. And Baylor beat Iowa State at home last week. Impressive job by them. I know I was leaning Iowa State in that game, so I was wrong on my thoughts there. But I'm going to go with the, the home team here in a conference game. Oklahoma State, I'm not a big Saunders guy, but I do like Warren as a running back. I think he's actually pretty solid. And they have some weapons. I'll go with Oklahoma State at home. Yep, I've got to go with you. This is an Oklahoma State defense that has played really well against the rush, giving up just 2.6 yards per carry. And, of course, that's what Baylor wants to do as they are darn close to the top of the top of the food chain, uh, rushing yards per carry, averaging 6.5 yards a carry. If Baylor can't run the football, Scott, going to be a long day. Going to be a long day for going to be a long day for the Bears. I think Oklahoma State also gets it done here. I'll take the Cowboys minus the four, and I think I think somebody's I think Baylor's going to have to chase, and I think they're going to have to open up that offense. Uh, I'll begrudgingly lean to the over forty-seven and a half. We're going to disagree again. All I'm right. going with the under. Kind of a trend here, but. The issue that I have, once again, is Baylor's going to want to run the ball, which should eat up clock. Oklahoma State's not that dynamic either. I just see some hideous football, but I think Oklahoma State comes out on top. Okay. All right. And it could go either way, though. We'll see. Yeah, it absolutely could. We're just we're just kind of, at this point, we're just sort of speculating game flow. So I'm speculating game flow and the likelihood of, of some really long, painful drives that might result in field goals instead of touchdowns. Yeah, you could you could see some twelve play drives with no points. Yeah, each six minutes and change, yeah. kicker goes out for forty something, shanks it. No, like that kills your over immediately. No question about it. No question about it. All right, number eighteen, Fresno State, the aforementioned Fresno State, traveling to the Big Island, Scott, to take on the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Well, I got big news on this game. Well, I'm finally Fre- taking it over. Fresno State's minus Fresno State's minus eleven. Sixty-four is the number. I'm just gonna. I'll go ahead and just put you down for an over right now. How do you feel about Fresno State? I know you. I know we like this team. They've kind they, of they 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 completely no showed against UNLV. I was I mean, going to let's be real. They bro- they broke my heart. They broke my heart, Fredo. I and, I gotta like Fresno here. Hawaii is just not a good football team. I know that they hung tough against San Jose State, but Cordero's really not been great this year. The defense is awful. I know it was good against San San Jose State, but we talked about how many drops that team had in the past in that game. It was bad, but they let they let Oregon State go up and down the field. They let Portland State go up and down the field. Some awful defense by the Rainbow Warriors. I think Fresno could drop 30 or 40 in this spot if they don't struggle on the trip to the island, which they have in the past. But I'll go with Fresno. I just think this team's too talented. Funny things happen on the island, man. Especially with <laughs> Fresno. Fresno's had some real issues going to the island. Yeah, I'm I can't I can't take the I can't take the Bulldogs 
in paradise, my friend. I will, however, meet you halfway and agree with your over, I think. I think this will be the opposite of the game before it. If you if you need a nice palate cleanser, something to something where you're not just hating yourself as you try to go to sleep, uh, watch the watch this game before you go to bed. It'll be a fun game. Should be late night shenanigans, and I think uh, Hawaii. You know, I think they trail for two touchdowns most of the game, and I think they get that late touchdown to uh, to give me the back door. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I think I think Herner is just going to torch this defense. All right. One of my favorite teams, uh, well, at least they've been very good to me this year from a betting standpoint, it's the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers as they travel to Michigan to take Zappy on we trust. to take on the Michigan State Spartans. What a good quarterback, though. Zappy? Bailey Zappy? So damn good. He's so much fun, man. So much fun. that They brought that whole Houston Baptist offense. Uh, and by the way, Houston Baptist, dead under team now. Yep. They they uh they totally gave me the okie doke the first week. I'm like, oh, it's Houston Baptist. And you're like, well, you know, they lost all these. Yeah, but it's still Houston Baptist. Nope. Totally different system. New coordinator. Well, surprisingly, the record is very Houston Baptist like because they're not very good anyway. Mm hmm. No, that's true. Uh, Michigan State, 10 and a half point favorite. 66 is the number. Michigan State looked good last week. What do you got here? I'm going to go with Michigan State just because I think physically they should dominate in the trenches. Western Kentucky had a pretty competitive game against Indiana, but I can't trust your team if you're punting on fourth and one in plus territory as an underdog against the Big Ten team, which I'm sure we're both still angry about. I know we talked about it for mad and uh, not mad, but disappointed on the radio show earlier this past week. But I don't think Western Kentucky, who couldn't stop the run against Army, is going to have any answers for Walker. I think Walker might go for 200 plus. Well, I know it's different comparing an option team to, <laughs> to Michigan State, but we would agree on in the trenches, Michigan State should dominate. I think Walker can go for 200. Yeah, I think that's I think that's going to be where the big difference is because this is a Michigan State team talking about rushing yards per carry. They average almost six yards a carry. And, and Thorne's a bit mobile as well, so he can potentially move the chains by himself. Yeah, agreed. Do you worry about the fact that they struggled with Nebraska? No, because Nebraska's defense held Oklahoma in check, held a couple other teams in check. Nebraska's offense might not be good. That defense is actually not that bad. The black shirts are back. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying they could be. They're not going to a bowl game, so they're not fully back or anything. But in a Scott Frost coach team, surprisingly, the ceiling or the best part is the defense. Okay. Odd year. All right. Now, Why are you are you concerned? Because I think you'd agree Nebraska's defense is better than probably what we both thought it was going to be going into the year. Agreed. They've they've just been they've been average as opposed to dreadful. So I'll, yeah. I'll give them props on that. The offense has been um, bad instead of awful. So I guess it's a big year for Nebraska. I'm not sure. Scott, I I can't. The Hilltoppers three and zero against the number. I like the Hilltoppers as a team. I just think in the trenches, they're going to have problems. I think they're going to be able to throw the ball. Um, I'm going to give you a team. I'll play that I like even more, but I've I've got to re, I've got to repay their respect. I've got I've I've got to respect them. I've got to take the Hilltoppers here plus the points. Okay, I got to take the under. By the way, the under. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you know Western Kentucky was playing? 
I cannot take a total of 66 Michigan State. Oh my God. I, I can't. I can't I can't do it. You have... I know Western Kentucky is not a good defensive team. I understand that. But maybe I just think Michigan State's offense will actually keep uh, Michigan State's defense will keep uh, Western Kentucky's offense in check a little bit. I think Michigan State could score 30 in this game, could score 35 or so. Mm-hmm. I just think Western Kentucky might top out at around 23. Oh, my. So I'm going to go with the under. Okay. I think it might get into the 60s, but the low 60s, I'll take the under. All right. Good I know you, I know you like the over because you gave me that reaction. Oh, yeah. Everything you just said was wrong, but that's fine. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and you've got Michigan State minus the 10 and a half. Yeah. Uh, again... If you put a gun to my head and I had to bet, I'd probably bet Michigan State. But like I said, Western Kentucky, I can't, I can't, leave, I can't quit them now, Scott. Well, realistically, I think it's correlated. I think if you like Western Kentucky, bet the over. Yes, because I think we would agree. No question about it. They're not getting many stops. The only question is if they can score enough to keep it close. That is absolutely that is absolutely correct. Uh, they they certainly, I think Michigan State puts up thirty five minimum. Yeah, that's how I feel. In this game. And that's why I'm holding Western Kentucky to around low 20s. So that's why I'm kind of looking at the spread. Fair enough. All right. Coastal Carolina against a team that pulled off one of the most puzzling upsets of the year, Scott, in the University of Louisiana at Monroe. Coastal. Congrats to them, by the way. They already went over the win total. Coastal. I think in the... In the, where we might have actually had him under the win total too. I don't remember. Uh, I did. Um, so at least he, in one of them that I get that I gave out, but it was whatever. it was absolutely it was very very surprising. And tell everybody about that game that we're referencing. Uh, they they destroyed Troy. It, was, it wasn't even close. It was a thirty six point miss on the spread, basically, right? It was a beatdown. I think I think Troy was a. Uh, and I made money on Troy the week prior. Right. Yeah, the offense wasn't very good, but that Troy defense was amazing. I guess Rich Rod had a couple of tricks up his sleeve. Rich Rod still, still doing it, man. Yeah, Troy was a 23.5 point favorite. Louisiana Monroe won by 13 for a difference of 36.5 points. I guess yeah, the odds makers don't get drunker than that, Scott, right? Oh, they really don't. I, I didn't see it coming. This is a team that had showed absolutely zip, losing by 35 to Kentucky and just barely squeaking by Jackson State 12 to 7 and then all of a sudden that was the bad beat for me on that win total because I thought Jackson State we talked about that when we went through the win totals Mm -hmm. I thought Jackson State was live in that game right I think they were getting like 17 in that one I think uh seven and a half I think no I'm saying on the original oh the look the look ahead yeah the look at I'm pretty sure was like 17 right so now we've got a coastal team that you and I have loved since last year. We've long, long time fan of coastal since early last year. <laughs> um, we were still, we were still early to the party though. They weren't ranked when we said we liked. Them. Absolutely, we we I, I will take credit for that. We were on that team early, and they were very good to us financially. I think we jumped well. in on them right before the South Alabama game last year. Uh, that sounds right. It was like a midweek, like Tuesday, Wednesday game, and we're just like, you know, this team's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, they they kind of came from from oblivion, but this year they've reeled off victories against the Citadel, KU, Massachusetts, and a squeaker over Buffalo as a fourteen point favorite. So 
I don't know what we got. They covered against the Citadel, which a game that I had the Citadel. That was a that was another heartbreaking that last minute as they had the second string in there running hurry up, throwing 30-yard bombs. But I digress. Not that I'm not that I'm still salty or anything. And then they kept the foot on the gas against UMass. Is this still a good team, Scott? Or have they taken a step backwards? Or is everybody gunning for them now? Are they recognized? Is that the deal? I was going to say, am, am I supposed to think that this team is bad because their schedule gave them three cupcakes and a mediocre group of five team? Like, no. I, I, they're doing what they're supposed to, to do. You know, they won. The Buffalo game was close, but once again, that was also in Buffalo, which is a little bit of a tough place to play. I think this team isn't as good as it was last year, but I think it's close. I don't think they're going to fall off a cliff or anything. Okay. As for this game, though, I got to assume Monroe celebrating because there's no chance they thought they were winning against Troy. I'll take Coastal. I'm not thrilled with it, but I like the over as well. Coastal might score 60 here. I'll give them 50 to be nice, but I actually think that uh, Monroe might be able to move the ball a little bit. I think you're going to end up seeing Coastal win this game 55 to 14. Okay. You You know, I'm looking. The problem that I have with this Monroe offense is they cannot run the football. Which I actually like because if you need totals, you need a lot of clock stoppages. Yeah, I don't hate. Punt the run and chuck it around the park. I don't hate the over. You know, I feel like. I feel like we've gone square back to back here. It's the same damn thing we talked about last week for Coastal and UMass. We hate the spread, but if we had to take it, we can't back UMass. I feel that way about about Monroe. I can't back Monroe. Yeah, I I agree. And, you know, I I didn't think Coastal would cover that number last week. I stayed away from it, but I really didn't think they'd cover, and they ended up covering And Coastal proved in the Citadel game and the UMass game, the second stringers, also not afraid to score some points. No. No, they're not, and they're not afraid to call their regular offense for them. They're not. They're not in there to hand the wall off and kneel down. I'm with you. I'm not going to. I'm not going to quit them either. As far as the over goes, I think that scoring, scoring 29 against Troy for me is impressive because that Troy defense is actually pretty good. They are, and and again, this is a this is a Monroe team that isn't going to look to run in the first place. And once they get down three or four scores, they're really not going to look to run. Honestly, 10 points against Kentucky is not even that bad. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, A&M hosting Mississippi State. A&M is the home team here. The 12th man will be there, Scott. Minus seven. And 46 is the total there at Kyle Field. What to make of this AM team? They're a very, very good defensive team with a really awful starting quarterback right now. I think I think uh Calcutta stinks. Is that his name? Calcutta? That sounds yes, that's I that's uh, I just I just I can't know if I'm messing up a letter. No, I'm just thinking the uh, it's just such a difference in this team with with the first and second string. It's it's kind of like you look at these teams like why don't you have a good kicker? It's like why why don't you have three five-star guys on your roster if you're Texas A&M? It's a good question. 
By the way, I said Calcutta. It's Calzada. Calzada. I, I knew I was messing it up a little bit. But you're right. You're off. You're off. You're off one. You're off one letter. Times. Yeah, you're, abso- yeah, I, I you're made absolutely that right. Numerous times. But <laughs> anyway, he's not very good. And Arkansas proved that he was a complete liability last week. Right. But Mississippi State is just not a good team. And I still think one of the head scratching losses for me this season was NC State losing to Mississippi State. Just because NC State, I just think, is the much better team. But I, I don't really know what happened there. I'm going with AM. I think that defensively, they're going to completely shut down Rodgers and company. And even though Calzada, I'm not a fan of, I still like Spiller a lot as a running back. I think that they'll find enough offensively to get it done. I adore the under in this spot. I think this total's too high. I could see this game finishing 20 to 3, and it really wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I agree because you know AM is going to want to run the football and then run the football. And then if they get a chance, they're going to run the football some more. So they're going to try to protect young Calcutta, Calzada. Yeah. So yeah, I've got to, I've got to be back to my, my, my underways here. Uh, I don't, I don't love the seven points, but again, I think I don't, I don't either. I think I just, it's a Mississippi. I really don't like Mississippi State. I don't think they get to double digits. I just unless there's some sort of a unless there's some sort of a, a, a pick six or a, a you know a field position switching turnover. The team total under for Mississippi State's not bad. Yeah, you know, what do we got there? Twenty or so, right around nineteen and a half, twenty. Yeah, it should be around there. Yeah, that's that, that sounds way too high to me. That's way too high. Yeah, that's that's a. Uh, I think that's a a good play if you wanted to make that as well. I see seventeen ceiling. Seventeen. Oh, for them? Oh, absolutely. As a ceiling. Absolutely. And, and I think and I think that's what they with a big turnover type break. Yeah. And I'll take oh, so I'll take AM minus seven and the under forty six. I think you and I are same page there. Cool. Michigan headed to Camp Randall, Scott. Jump around, buddy. Your Wisconsin Badgers again are favored over the ranked team. It's an unranked underdog team. We're gonna test your belief in that theory, because I know you hate your team. Wisconsin minus one and a half, 43 and a half as the Washington football team squares off with the Bengals, apparently. No, it's Wisconsin and Michigan. 43 and a half is the total there, buddy. So it's the unranked team. They're at home. They're the underdog. Automatic play, right? I'm doing it. Auto play. Now, for the record, trust the as process. Said before. I despise this damn Wisconsin team. Mostly the quarterback. I think Mertz is atrocious. However, last week, once again, the Kansas State situation tested me. I thought that Oklahoma State maybe shouldn't have been laying that many points, and the system did not fail. So I'm going to back the system. Give me Wisconsin. Trust the process. I am not bound. I'm only bound by unnaturally writing the teams that have been good for me. Something I, something me I advise my, my clients never to do, by the way. If I didn't know that the system or this type of trend existed, I would be all over Michigan. Okay. But I'm going to I'm gonna take Wisconsin because of it. All right. Well, I'm going to donk right into taking Michigan. So I'll take Michigan plus the points. I think this, I think this is a pretty good – I think this is a pretty good Harbaugh team. I think – most importantly, this is a dreadful Wisconsin offense. I'm sorry, my friend. As you don't have to apologize. I said straight up, this offense stinks. As far as the total goes, 
Oof, 43 and a half. Okay, I'm fished in. Give me the over. I got to go with the under, man. Okay. I, I can't. All right. It's good. It, the over looks so tempting in the Penn State Wisconsin game for some people. Uh huh. And then you saw 0 0 at the half and you wanted to just jump off a bridge. All right. I'm expecting seven, 10 points, maybe if you're lucky, 17 in the first half. I got to go with the under. I can't. I can't do it. Okay. All right. And this is a, and that's the, that's the way that the trends would point too, because it's a, uh, it's a Michigan team that's just, they've gone three and one to the under. So I get it. I get it. But then again, it's because of their defense, because their offense putting up 40 a game, bud. So, yep. um, moving right along as we head, uh, oh, it's our, it's our Friday night game. This should be up right before this game, Scott, at least in podcast form. So we'll take a spin with this one. It's BYU. And I believe, I believe I've written this down wrong. I think that should say 9.5 and not 95. You might have to check me on that. BYU on the road at Utah State. BYU minus 9.5. Utah State 65. I know we talked about this one yesterday. Real quick, what do we go with? I'm taking the Mormons. Okay. All right. And that, was, that was a trick because they're both Utah colleges, but that just went right over your head. It's because they're not a Utah State's not a Mormon school. It might not be. I'm sure there's some Mormons who go. There, I'm sure, sure there are. Yeah, Utah would be more Mormonish, but anyway. Yeah, but yeah, I'm going with BYU. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, going the other way. Okay. I'm going the other way. That's. Uh, I I don't mind this BYU team. I think there's a good chance. I, I just think Bonner's going to turn it over several times. Certainly possible. It is, uh, yep. it is cer- certainly possible that that happens. Uh, and I still, I like Bonner anyway. You know, he's a gunslinger and a very, very up-tempo, throw-the-ball-around offense, which is perfect for him. But BYU's defense, sturdy. Yes, they are. Yes, they yeah. they really are. Um, every once in a while, Utah State, you get to thinking like, okay, this is, they've turned it around. This is it. This is their year. And... I don't think it is. They're 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 better. I think I think it's not fool's gold. I think they're an improved team. Could go bowling. They got killed by Boise on the scoreboard, but they outgained Boise, so they did move the ball. Uh, yeah, but man, that was a lot of garbage time. Oh, it was. But even the first half, though, a couple of missed field goals, a couple of interceptions, and plus territory. It True. wasn't like they were completely anemic. No, they weren't. They didn't. They didn't just stone them. No, they were able to. They were able to uh, get on down the road. Total there. What do you got? Uh, for this one, I'm going to look towards, well, I'll look towards the over because I know BYU has been a little bit low scoring this season. I'm a huge fan of Hall, though. I think he's good. This Utah State defense, I think, is not going to be able to do much in this one. I think BYU might score 40-something, and I think Utah State in garbage time with that offense, beautiful thing. I'll lean to the over. Okay. You can make an argument either way if you think Utah State does nothing, but I'll look at the over. All right, very good. Uh, I wanted to check one thing here. What about you? I'm uh, just, uh, you know, I've I've got to play. I've I've got to play the under on this one. It's uh, once again, you're you're forcing me to pick something, which I'm going to do. But right, it's re- it's tough to love an over with BYU being involved. Right, but it's tough to love an under with Utah State being involved. So you kind of have to pick one of the two. Yeah, I just I I'm with you as far as the mistakes go. I think I think Bonner is is good for a mistake or two. Um, well, I think it's in his own territory. 
that's that's the thing where they throw those interceptions. It's whether it's going to help you or hurt you as a as a totals player. I mean, obviously, if he if he drives down and throws it deep in the red zone, that helps you as an under player. But if he throws it at his own twenty, it's an advantage for the over. So I just can't, I can't look at an under with Utah State after they played a game with Air Force that totaled ninety four points. I I just can't I can't take an under with them. I can't. Okay. All right. Well, it's stuck in my head. All right. It's good enough. All right, so you got BYU minus nine and a half. I've got Utah State, and I've got the under, and you've got the over. Yep. All right, very good. And Ohio State, the Ohio State, Scott, not just one of those pretend Ohio States, but the Ohio State, traveling to New York to take on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Or is that new, actually in New Jersey, right? It's uh, Joyzy. Yeah, okay. Uh, Ohio State, 14 and a half point road favorites over the Scarlet Knights, 58 points. Is your total? Ohio State got ranked 11th in the country. What is happening? Clemson ranked 25th. Ohio Rosanna State ranked 11th. It's raining cats and cats and dogs living together. It's it's complete anarchy. Rutgers just a just a two touchdown underdog to Ohio State. They hung around against Michigan. I'll give them props for it, but I got to go Ohio State. I'm not gonna spend that much time, but Ohio State with the athletes. Rutgers, I think, will hang tough. I actually like what Shiano's been doing a lot with this team. But talent is just so jarring in favor of Ohio State. I'll take them. If you like Rutgers, though, I don't blame you. Maybe it's just past experiences, PTSD. But I just expect Ohio State to win by three touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, this is a this is a Rutgers team that, like you said, they hung in, they hung in there against Syracuse, or I mean, against Michigan. They ended up beating Syracuse. I'm just not sure what we've got here with Ohio State. They played kind of an uninspired game against Minnesota. Obviously got beat by Oregon. And then, you know, got by Tulsa and Akron. Congratulations. Yep. Scott, Rutgers 4-0 against the number. I'm you, gonna... can ta- you can take them. I'm just, I'll all take right. the four. I'll all lay right. the 14 with Ohio State. 14 and a half, buddy. I see 14, so I'm going to take that. Well, maybe I went 14 and a half. Okay, then you can. We both could win. <laughs> or I could push and you could win. Yeah. All right. You're going to you're going to have to remind me. Let's mark mark the tape at this point because okay. that's the, that's where I'm going to go back and go. No, we each had 14 and a half and you go, "No, I had 14." And even okay. though cuz I'm not writing it down. So, that's what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not going to follow the tape either so whatever. okay if that's a 14 point win then we'll uh yeah we'll, we'll talk total under i can't take an over with rutgers i know ohio state can't play defense and the offense is good i can't take an over with rutgers i can't do it i will i will okay. pl- i will play the i will play the over here so you think that this game is going to be high scoring and Rutgers keeps it close. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. I, th- I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna have more for this Ohio State defense than you think. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Florida, tenth ranked Florida, seven and a half point favorites on the road against Kentucky. What do you got here? I really like Florida as a team, but in this spot, I'll take the points. I think the spread's too high. Weird things happen with that Kentucky team at home. Florida's really not done that well in Lexington. I'll go with Kentucky plus the points. You look at the last couple of years, Florida always seems to struggle in this spot. 
Yeah, I was I was absolutely looking at that. That is, it's a uh, division game there that they play every year. And Kentucky always hangs tough. Yep, they do. I'll take them. I'm with you, and I will look at the under there as well. I have to. Kentucky only scored 16 points against South Carolina. I can't take it over. Not ideal. Not ideal at all. It's going to be a grind them out. Now, Scott, the game of the day. I don't know. Is this where is this where game day is? I assume it is. Uh, it's it's a night game, so I'm assuming so. Okay, it is the Cincinnati Bearcats, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. The playoff eliminations begin early, Scott, because we've got one right here, don't we? Uh, yes. You can make an argument Cincinnati's got no shot to get in anyway, but that's a separate story. Well, it I is. think they do, but I'm sure some other people would immediately dismiss them because they're not Power Five. I guarantee you, they they have a much better chance with a three touchdown win over the Fighting Irish on the road. That is true. I don't think that's going to happen. No, but that's no, no. That's one. But Cincinnati one and a half point favorites. Notre Dame, uh, like I said, is the home team. Fifty in the hook is the number here. Scott, the rubber meets the road. This is going to be, I think, a pretty good game. I know it's. I know it's anticipated as being a good game, and sometimes those things don't work out that way. I think this one will work out. I like watching this Cincinnati team play. I don't like watching Notre Dame play. They're, they get the, they get the job done, but they're not aesthetically appealing. Uh, they're not aesthetically appealing, um, and they they can't run the football. Scott, is that going to be a problem? I don't think it's a good thing. I think it'd be better if you could run the ball. But for the spread, Cincinnati being favored, I find shocking, just because of public perception. I figured Notre Dame would blindly be favored at home. Think there'll be Notre Dame money come in late. I think there will be. I, I have to assume so. Now, some of it might be because of Jack Cohen, who's injured, and they're not exactly sure what the quarterback situation is there. I'm taking Notre Dame. I would love to be wrong because I despise Notre Dame, and I'm really rooting for Cincinnati to make a Cinderella run to a playoff spot. But Cincinnati really did not look good against Indiana, and I don't think Indiana's that good. Notre Dame, they're not, uh, I'd say, pleasing, as you said, to watch, but – they win games. I'll take Notre Dame at home. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I was just trying to get the last-minute update. The, the last thing that I seem to find for Jack Cohen is from a day ago that says he's making nice progress or good progress with his ankle injury. Yeah, he might play. You might see a dual quarterback situ, uh, situation going on. Nobody really knows. But it's a, it's really tough for me to take the uh, take the – road team at Notre Dame unless you're like Bama or Clemson. I can't do it. I got to take the points. I agree. And I'm, I am in complete agreement with you. I will not be betting this game personally, although I will be, you know what? I Cincinnati wins. I might, I might, because I, I think it's a great price. I think catching, it's a really good price. I think catching the Irish as an underdog at home is a pretty good rarity. And I'm not sure it's warranted. I, I keep going back to that Cincinnati game against Indiana even though they covered I had that I had that Cincinnati team it was awful for about what the first quarter and a half yes it was it was a sweat it was an absolute sweat and I think Notre Dame without question is better than Indiana yeah all right I'm I'm with you I even if I bet money on that I may be end up rooting at the end of the game if it comes down to it I may be rooting for Cincinnati I can guarantee you right now, I have no. I'm not going to have any money on this game. I will be rooting for me to be wrong. I'm yep. rooting for Cincinnati to kill this team. Yeah, I I totally agree. I completely agree. They've 
Uh, they've managed to put up some points. Notre Dame is, like I said, they've, they've played really good offense, although this is a Notre Dame team. Gave up 38 to Florida State. They gave up 29 to Toledo. The last last opportunity Toledo had to look like a, look like an actual football team, but I digress. But then once big play st- started, Scott, 13 to Wisconsin, 13 to Purdue. I think that defense is locked in. I've got to play the under there too. Yeah, I'm taking the under. All right, very good. Under the under 50 and a half for both of us. Oklahoma minus 11 and a half. We talked about it. They head to the Little Apple to take on a KSU. Wildcats. Well, I know as of right now, we're about at the hour mark, so I'll go a little bit quicker. Yep, yep. For me, I'm taking Kansas State plus the points. Okay. Not even just because of the fact that Kansas State has dominated this team in the past couple of years. I just think Oklahoma stinks. I just have no faith in this offense of the Rattler. So I'm not sure if they're going to actually score enough points in order to comfortably lead by enough to cover this number. I think Kansas State hangs around. I think Oklahoma State is probably going to win the game, but I think Kansas State can lose this game by 10. Okay. Well, the question is, they're going to they're going to be down by three touchdowns at some point. So then the question becomes Can, can Will Howard lead this team to a comeback? Can Will Howard lead him to a comeback? And that's and I wanted to check one thing because uh I don't think Skylar Thompson's gonna be back. Skylar Thompson will definitely not be back. Will Howard's hurt, and I wanted to oh. see if he was going to be playing. Um it could be what does Vaughn play quarterback? Well, and now there is talk that Thompson could be back. I thought he was. No, that's what I'm saying. There's a chance he might be, but nobody knows if he'll be anywhere near 100. Yeah, it's going up. It's going to be a, a crippled Skylar Thompson, a banged up Will Howard, or a healthy Jaron Lewis. I cannot back. I cannot back K State here at all. I all just right. can't back Oklahoma at this point. Okay. All right. I mean, how do you only score? What they scored like thirteen points against West Virginia. Like, give me a break. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, was it thirteen or six? I don't remember, but it was hideous. It wasn't much. All right, right after, and right after you pointed out, we need to rock and roll here. I, yeah, of course, dragged us down. I, I got to play the over there with Oklahoma. I'm going with the under. Okay. A lot of correlation going on with yep. our with our picks. Number five, Iowa, Maryland. That's a Saturday game, or excuse me, a Friday game as well. Well, we went through this quickly on the radio show, so I'll go, I'll go quickly again. I'll take Iowa on the under. Okay. All right, very good. Uh, you? That makes it easy. Uh, I know you like Maryland on the under, I, I believe. Yep, that is correct. I had Maryland. Cool. Maryland and we both had the under there. Yep. All right. Uh, Indiana. Boy, these teams... We talk about them, and there they are, Scott, jumping up. It is the Indiana Who's Your Daddies traveling to Happy Valley to take on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Penn State, 12-and-a-half. 53-and-a-half is your number. What do you got here? I'm going with Penn State. I just don't think Indiana's very good. I think it's one of those surprise games. I think it's I think it's a little bit of a... Uh, oh, I, I initially had that thought, too. I think but it's a little bit of a dead spot for, for Penn State there. So. Last year was the Penix goal line, two-point conversion right. dive play, right? Yes. I think Penn State's going to be annoyed because I think that you make an argument Penix didn't get there. I think Penn State will force him into a couple interceptions. I'll take the Nittany lines. Okay. Uh, I've got the under here. I'm actually going with the over. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think Penix can move the ball a little bit. I think Indiana's defense isn't that great. I think you'll see a little bit of points. I'll see that would be seem to be non-correlated to your pick. So, 
Uh, maybe, maybe not. I'm kind of making it up as we go. <laughs> Oregon, number three on the road, taking on uh, Stanford. The Ducks are eight-point favorites. The trees, 57.5 is the total right there. Skeets, what you got? Quack, quack, quack. I'll take the Ducks. Got to be, doesn't it? I feel like it has to be. Okay. No offense to Tanner McKee, but oh, Oregon's just the better team. I'm gonna throw you a curveball, Scott. I like the Stanford. You're the I like the Stanford team with since with the new quarterback. I'm I'm taking the I'm taking the eight, and uh, I got play. I I can't play an under with the Ducks. So you can or you can't. I cannot. Okay, I'll take the over as well. All right, we we're back on the same side there on the uh, on the totals, and last game on the board, arguably another very anticipated game, probably the one I'm looking forward to the most. The Ole Miss Rebels taking on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Tide, minus 14 and a half. Drum roll, please. 79 and a half is well, you skipped the, the You skipped the Georgia game, but close enough. Georgia's off. They play Arkansas. Hmm? Georgia plays Arkansas. I had them off. Hang on. That is incorrect. Oh, 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 you're right. I thought that was 10-9. Oh, my God. All right, very good. Good catch, buddy. No problem. Um, Taking Arkansas plus the points. What's the number? Uh, it's huge. Georgia is minus 17 and a half, and the total is around 50. Are they on the road? It's in Georgia. No, that's right. It's the first road game for the Hogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know that Georgia's a great team. I can't lay that many. I think Arkansas is actually pretty good. Give me Arkansas and give me the under. Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? We are, but I think it's going to be a lower scoring game, so I'm, I'm attracted to the dog by default. Yeah, I'm with you. I just with the defense, I just don't know. There's enough possessions for Georgia to cover. And Arkansas's free, defense is pretty good. Free scores, yeah, they are. All right, I'm with you on the Hogs. And what do you? What's the total? Uh, fifty. I'll take the under. Yeah, I can't play an over with Georgia. I'm with you. All right, very good. All right, so back to Bama and Ole Miss. Yep, back to Bama and Ole Miss. Seventy nine and a half, fourteen and a half. I'm taking the over. Well, first, I'm just gonna say it. Okay. Like I'm, I'm just doing it. First, first of all, if you're gonna bet Corral for the Heisman Trophy, don't do it. Just bet the money line in this game. Well, you do you think there's a shot that he could win the award if he loses this game? Because yeah. I do. Yes. Yes. Depend. It, it's a two prong thing. It's depending on how the Alabama quarterback does as well. Okay. If Lewis has a, if Lewis has a big day. You mean young? I mean young. If young has a big day and Corral has a big day, then I think it's probably advantage to the winner of the game. But yeah, if, that is true. If young has a bad game and Corral has a great game and Mississippi still loses by seven, yeah, mm. I think he's right in I'm there. I'm taking the over. I, I Are you really? You're taking the over to 79 and a half? I have to. I, well, well, I can't. What was, remind me, Scott, what was the score of that game last year? Uh, a, lot more than, a lot more than 79 and a half. Was it 55-50? Is that, was I it? believe Alabama had 60. But 60 was it 60 55 it, all right i've got to look this up I, I i believe it was a bigger point spread at the end but yeah it was not pretty Ole Miss got maybe one stop in the entire game but i gotta take the over the pace is gonna be there the big plays are gonna be there both teams are gonna want to air it out it's really a perfect recipe for an over it was 63 to 48 63 to 48, so 111. You had 111 points combined last year. 
I can't take an under 79 and a half. Give me the over. I think Bama's probably going to score 50. Give me the over. You you don't think this old miss defense is better? It might be. They I'm haven't given up they over. haven't you haven't given up more than 24 points this season. Listen, man, if you want to expect a regression <laughs> of about 30 something points, I'm rooting for you. Okay. Right? Give me the over. Okay. All right. That's how they want you to think, man. That's how that's how sure. they that's how they get you, Scott. I remember that when I'm on my way back to the window. Okay, fair enough. Uh, by the way, I've got you. Uh, I, I've got the. I've got the under there. Okay. I've got. I've got to do it. Uh, I would never hesitate. I would never hesitate taking the over of that number between two Big Twelve schools back when Oklahoma with the usual awful defense and whatever. But they don't I'm have awful it, defenses. That's the thing. No, that's the point. I'm treating it the same way. Okay. Just give me points. All right. Man, do you know how you don't you, you don't need many stops, buddy. You, uh, that's you, what you think. You get two five-minute drives that come up dry, you're done. Your 79 sure. and a half is done. You're going to have two touchdowns in five minutes. Sure. What do you got for the side? It's really, really tough. Yeah, I know you're uh, trying to avoid it. I'm going to go with Bama for now, but well, no way. There's going to be no I later. There's not much more later in the show. I'll change my mind after the, after the game's over. Okay. But, yeah, it's at the end of the day, I'm not going to have any money on this. For a side, but give me Bama. Okay. You. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm at the restaurant. I'm telling everybody else to order before me as I as I sit there and I try. I feel to... like Bama. I feel like Ole Miss played almost a perfect game last year. Yeah. And they still lost by double digits. Well, they didn't. I know that Bama team's arguably the greatest college team of all time, but I don't expect them getting really many stops <sighs> at all. I think that defense is better than you think. I'm okay. j- just just to keep it spicy. I'm really right on the fence. I think it's a good number. I'll take the hook. Give me give me Ole Miss on the hook. I think it was Bama 15 or 14. I'd probably take Bama. But okay. I think this game I think that's really close. I'm thinking I'm thinking 41-27, something in that neighborhood right there. Nice solid okay. under. For for fun, I'll go 52 to 35 52 to 35 that is 17 points and that is 87 yep okay that gets you that gets you there my friend um all right well now it has come the time where you and i make the case for our favorite three games of the day scott I'm forced to say it once again. I, I always go first. It's fine. L- losers walk. Yeah. So last week I gave out a quarter play and it won. So I'm giving out another one. It's Michigan and Wisconsin. I am taking first quarter under nine and a half at minus 110 on DraftKings. First of all, the first quarter total on FanDuel is seven and a half. So you're giving me a free two and a half. You're giving me a free two points which doesn't sound like much until you have uh, Miami, Virginia safety in the first quarter and suddenly it lands nine. But I like the nine and a half there. Each of Wisconsin's first three games have had less than eight points in the first quarter. Wisconsin ranks third in time of possession. We know Mertz is awful at quarterback. So they're going to run the ball, then run the ball, and then run it again, eat up a ton of clock. And Michigan was great offensively until they faced off against a pretty decent Rutgers defense. And Michigan only recorded 
275 total yards of offense. Michigan loves to run the ball. Wisconsin's allowing less than 30 yards per game on the ground and is allowing the second fewest yards per game in the nation. I like the under in the first quarter. I'm expecting a hideous first 15 minutes. Give me a bunch of punts and maybe a missed field goal. I'll take the under nine and a half in the first quarter. All right, very good. I'm going to go back to a game that we just talked about here fairly recently. It's going to be the Oklahoma Sooners traveling to Manhattan to take on the Purple Power of the Kansas State Wildcats. Scott, this is an angry, angry Oklahoma team. They are salty about the last two years. They know that they have to kind of make hay. They have an opportunity to once again go to the playoffs. This is where the rest of their season starts. I think Spencer Rattler... I think he plays within himself a little bit better than he has been doing lately. And uh, I think the Oklahoma Sooners trial, I've got 11 offshore, and I'm going to make that my number. Oklahoma minus 11 over Kansas State. Okay. And look at my second one. Going to the first game we talked about between Boston College and Clemson, I'm taking the points. I see Boston College plus 15 at minus 110 on Fox Bet. Clemson 1-2 and two against FBS opponents this season. Only win was against Georgia Tech by six. Boston College actually very good when traveling to Clemson recently, as Boston College is 4-1 and one ATS in the last five meetings in Clemson. Clemson is averaging just 21.8 points per game, and it has yet to score more than 14 points in regulation against an FBS opponent this season. It's pretty difficult to cover 15 if you can barely reach 14 in regulation. I'll take Boston College. I think they'll keep it close. Scott, how can everybody, ourselves included, have been so wrong about this Clemson offense? Is it all about uh, Uagalele? Yeah, we saw the quarterback play last year, and he was really good. Now, I thought the ground game would be a disaster because the backups by ETN weren't very good. But Ugalale has really been awful. Yeah, he, he really has. I was, I was much lower on him than I think everybody else so yeah but either way give me the points of boston college okay all right that's uh that that's fair enough i am going to look to the west uh, for my second pick i'm going to take the boise state broncos minus the three and a half points over the nevada wolf pack this is a nevada team that Really, uh, they had a nice game against Idaho State, and they their signature that, that didn't impress you. Their signature win was at Berkeley, as they beat the Cal Bears. Okay, they're but not very good either. They are not very good, as as it turns out. Um, my logic in this one is Boise State is battle tested. They had that tough loss there against Oklahoma State, but they have done what they're supposed to do with teams that are inferior to them and that includes UTEP and Utah State. Uh, I kind of write that UCF game off, by the way. That was the weird first game of the season on the road with the three-hour rain delay where they dominated the first half. I think we're getting a much better indicator of what they can do, what we saw last week against Utah State. And let's face it, this Wolfpack defense, they're not good. When you're giving up 38 points to Howard and the Kansas State Wildcats, that's a defense that is not good at all. I've got the Boise State Broncos covering what I think is a very nice number at three and a half. And the last one, I'm going to be sticking with another underdog. Uh, it's going to be on a game we haven't talked about yet between Charlotte and Illinois. And I'm taking Charlotte plus 10 and a half at minus 110 on DraftKings. 
Illinois, remember when they beat Nebraska in week zero? That was a lot of fun. They're 0-4 since. And Illinois has scored less than 18 points in each of the last three games. 14 against Virginia's defense, which is atrocious. 17 against Maryland and 9 against Purdue. Illinois also has Wisconsin at home up next. So this is a potential look-ahead spot. Charlotte, it's very rare when you get double-digit points and you get the better quarterback. Because Chris Reynolds, very good. 60.4% of his passes have been completed. Nine passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. Brandon Peters, zero touchdowns passing, zero touchdowns rushing. He stinks. I think Charlotte might be a little bit alive here, potentially to win the game. I'll take the 10 and a half. All right, very good. And I am also going to turn to an underdog play for my last play of the day, Scott. I am going to take Georgia State behind who? Quad. Quad Brown, baby. Cornelius Quad Brown. I'm going to take them plus the 10 points over App State. Uh, Appalachian State, I think, is in for a... uh, a possible letdown spot as they got the big victory over Marshall. The big uh, Thursday was a Thursday Thursday night game where they they, they had yep. them. They arguably should have lost, but they won the game. Right. Uh, this is a Georgia State team that absolutely hung with Auburn. They they beat Charlotte. Of course, they had two tough losses against North Carolina and Army. Two extremely good offenses. Extremely good offense. And Appalachian State is not a phrase that you're going to hear. Uh, Appalachian State uh, pretty much relies on their defense. But this Georgia State team, Scott, they've got some skills. They've got Quad Brown, and they've got 10 points. I'm riding the Eagles here. Eagles, right? Yeah. Who, Georgia State? Yeah. They're the Panthers. The Panthers. That's right. That's right. The Georgia Southern Eagles. Yes. Okay, my bad. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, or maybe we agree. I actually think there's going to be a decent amount of underdog upsets this week. Yeah. I got that hunch. Okay. All right. Well, you rode, uh, what'd you ride? Two dogs? Yeah. Yeah, I got two dogs. You got two, you got two dogs. I've got the, uh, the uh, Oklahoma and Boise. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll go through mine quickly one more time. All right. Yeah. I got Michigan, I got Michigan, Wisconsin first quarter under nine and a half. I got Boston college plus 15 and I got Charlotte plus 10 and a half. All right. Very good. I've got Oklahoma Sooners minus 11 Boise state minus three and a half. Georgia State minus 10. Quick reminder, everybody, I went 67% on totals last week and took zero of them for my plays of the day. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm I'm proud of you. (laughs) All right, bud. Good luck. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And everybody take care. Good luck on all your plays. Hey, don't forget to be checking. We'll be right back. Well, we'll be back here in a few hours. We'll have our NFL's uh, picks posted where we do every game on the board. But uh, for now, for me and for Scott... Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been College Football on Winners and Winers Radio. Take care, everybody.